0: Hey, friend, I don't know if you know this, but I have a new book coming out on March 5th. It's called Protect Your Peace, Non-Unapologetic Principles to Thrive in a Chaotic World. And I would love your support by pre-ordering my book. Go to TrentSheldon.com book. Why pre-order? Because as an author, it helps me. Get on more TV shows. The book gets in more stores. And for you, you get a whole bunch of cool, free stuff that will go away soon if you don't pre-order. So go pre-order the book. Get the book. This book is going to change the world. Let's get it. Hey, what's up, rehabbers across the world? Uh, new listeners also. Episode two. Today we're going to talk about how to find your purpose. Now, this is a it's going to be a jam-packed episode because this is a question that I probably get more than anything else. And I think it's a question that a lot of us have asked more than anything else because... You know, we want to feel like we have a purpose in this world. We want to feel like we have a mission in this life. And you know, with me, that was one of my biggest things was I felt like I didn't have purpose. And so, if you feel like you don't have purpose, um, I'm about to help you out a lot. I'm gonna come from an angle that probably isn't popular because you see a lot of people, and I was one of these people. Um, and not saying that their views are wrong. I just feel like this is a more powerful approach. And in my book, The Greatest You, this chapter was the chapter that everybody was highlighting and everybody was like, man, this is a, a game changer. And so I want to make, you know, this episode, you know, definitely address this on a, in, a, in a deeper form. But a lot of people, you know, we have these 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 formulas to how to find your purpose. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. And, you know, some of those things are great. But I don't feel like there is a a 100 uh, percent right way to find your purpose. And the reason that I say that is because I don't believe your purpose is something that you can find. What's up, rehabbers across the world? Welcome to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. Throughout my career, from the NFL to sold-out stages speaking to thousands, I built up a toolkit to break through negative mindsets, let go of what's holding you back, and start rehabbing your life. And every show is going to be jam-packed with tips, tricks, and tools to push you forward. I'm always going to be real with you and give you the 100% truth even when it's going to pierce your heart. This is me, Trent Shelton. Straight up. And I know a lot of you probably right now, even though I can't see, you're probably looking at, the, at your phone or in your car with like kind of a screwed up face, like, what are you talking about? Like, that's what life is about. It's about finding your purpose. Well, I just want to plant this seed. I don't feel like life is necessarily about finding You know, I I feel like life is about a lot of times it's about becoming. Or if you're older in life, like myself, I mean, I'm 35, so I guess that's older. (laughs) But if you're like myself, you know, even at 25, 30, because when we're born, we are every human being is a is a is a is a I like to say creature, but maybe that's not the right way to put it. But it's a creature of influence, right? We're influence. We are you know, influenced by our parents, we're influenced by our peers, we're influenced by our teachers. Like we're influenced so much that we move away from our true being, right? Since we're younger, we move more towards, unless you have like a, unless you have this idea when you're young, but you move towards what you think you should be, right? Based upon what the world says you should be. So you guys know my story. So, you know, I felt like my purpose was Being a professional football player. Why? Because that's what I thought success was. Why? Because my brothers and nothing against them, you know, planted those seeds. You know, my peers planted those seeds. You know, that was the thing. In order to be successful from where I was from, you had to be some type of athlete or you had to be a rapper or you had to have a lot of money. And we live our life based upon what people think we should be. I mean, even we're being sold that, right, by products. You turn on the TV, especially, you know, back in the day, like these days, social media, and everybody's trying to show you what you should be. Purpose is something that you don't find. Purpose is who you are. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's break that down, and i challenge everybody here to really have an open mind with this because when people ask me, Trent, how do I find my – or when I ask myself, like, how do I find my purpose? The question is, okay, where are you searching for that? You know, does the person at Starbucks have your purpose? Does the person, you know, does your parents have your purpose? A lot of times we're searching in this world um, for to justify who we are or to validate who we are. And what happens is we pick up, as I like to call, false purposes. You know, so for me, I was saying the NFL was my purpose. Because that was my avenue where I was successful. That was my avenue where I felt comfortable. But what happened when I lost the NFL? What happened when I lost football? I lost my life, right? I lost my purpose. I don't believe purpose is something that you can lose if it's your true purpose. What happened, you know, even with rehab time right now, I don't feel like rehab time is my purpose. A lot of people say, oh, you're living your purpose. You're living your purpose. I don't feel rehab time is my purpose. Rehab time is a placement in my life right now. It's like my position... And where my life could be used most effectively. Some people think their purpose is a relationship. My question to you would be, what happens when you, if, I don't pray you lose your relationship, what happens if or when you lose that? Some people think it's their job. What happens if you lose that job? Then you lose your purpose. Purpose is something that you don't search for because purpose is who you are. So what I want you to do right now, um, pull to the side of the road. If you're running, you know, stop right quick, you know I don't want to mess up your mouth time, but stop right quick, and write this down. Write, "I am purpose. I am purpose." Those three words are super powerful, because when you say that, subconsciously, what you're teaching yourself is that I am enough. One of the biggest things that we struggle with as human beings, whether people want to admit it or not, is not feeling like they're enough. So what do we do? We go seek things that make us feel like we're enough. We go seek, you know, success. And nothing wrong with that. We'll talk about that later. We go seek certain job titles. We go seek certain relationships because we want to feel like we are enough. Not knowing that you were created enough. Not knowing that you were created for purpose and on purpose. And I know everybody listening to this has different beliefs, but with me, with my faith, I realized that I was set apart at birth. Like you have to understand something. There is nobody like you. And it's crazy because we all have been programmed to trade in our identity to become what our friends or become what the world wants us to become. So I need you to own this fact that you were created on purpose for purpose and that you are purpose. When you really get this, and I'm gonna break this down in a minute, when you really get this, you understand that you can take your life wherever you wanna take it and be effective. right? When you realize that you are purpose, it doesn't matter what job you have, it doesn't matter how many jobs you lose, it doesn't matter how many positions you lose, it doesn't matter who leaves your life, whatever, you literally can live your purpose and my definition of purpose is simply this using your life for the betterment of the world aka being the greatest you so making a situation better right making a relationship better right making a a, a company better you literally taking your life and making it better and some people say well i can't do that i don't have value that's one of the biggest lies that i've ever heard you have value your perspective, like we talked about in the last podcast, go back to the last one. If you didn't hear it, your perspective, right, is your prison because you're telling yourself that I don't have value. That is a lie. And I hate to use that word, but it's real. It's a lie because you do have value. And if you think that you don't have value, I challenge you to do this right now. I challenge you when you get off this podcast, finish, listen to it. or pause it right now and go tell somebody that they're beautiful. Go give somebody a compliment. Go support somebody. Watch how that makes them feel. And if you didn't have value, right, to give, then people wouldn't be able to feel the value that you give away. Think about that. So anytime, this is just a side note, anytime that I'm feeling down, anytime I'm feeling, because I go through these things too, okay? Anytime that I'm feeling depressed, anytime that I'm questioning my worth, the first thing that I do is I go give value to remind myself that I have value to give, to remind myself that I am enough, to remind myself that I am purpose at the end of the day. So let's break this down real quick. What a lot of people are in search for, because you might be saying, well, Trent, okay, well, you know, what about jobs and they, they make me feel or what about positions and what about all these things? A lot of people aren't in search for their purpose. What they're in search for is their placement, right, is the avenue, right, is the avenue where my life can be used effectively. And that's fair. We all want that avenue. Right now, my avenue is Doing what I do now, rehab time. At a point, it was football. Who knows what the next avenue is for my life if rehab time comes to an end. But I know I don't have to lose my life just because I lose something. I don't have to think my life is coming to an end because something has ended. So what you're in search for is the avenue, okay? Let us let me talk about something real quick. Purpose is usually influenced by the world, Right? And so what you have to do as far as the world's view of purpose is influenced by the world. What you have to do is strip away the world's view of success. And I want you to write down these three P's because a lot of times we tie purpose to these three P's and it's the wrong thing to tie your purpose to. And I promise you, if you tie your purpose to this, there's a great chance we're going to end up feeling lost. There's a great chance we're going to end up feeling like I was feeling when I lost my quote-unquote purpose, like what do I do in my life now? Oh, I lost my everything, so there's nothing more to my life. A lot of people make the mistake of tying their purpose to these three P's. Okay, the first P is they tie their purpose to profit, okay? If I'm not becoming rich, this cannot be my purpose, right? If I'm not getting a lot of revenue, this cannot be be my purpose. Now, my purpose couldn't be just to be a volunteer somewhere. And so many people, right, so many people never walk into, right, where their life can be used most effectively, the placement that's meant for their life. They never walk into it because that that platform or that position or that placement, as I like to say, isn't sexy. So there was a bus driver when I was probably like, I guess, seventh grade. I was in Texas, so I had to be like seventh, eighth grade. And this bus driver... Um, was literally in his placement of where his purpose could be used most effectively, his life, right? And most people would be like, oh, bus driver, you have no purpose, or that's not a sexy job, or I would never want to be a bus driver, et cetera. I'm not saying you can't have certain ambitions of what you want to do, right? I'm not going to put that on you. But this bus driver, he understood his position. He understood his life. He could he can make the position what it was. He understood that he could be most effective in this position, because of the mindset he brought to that position. The mindset he brought to that placement. Again, he had a power perspective. I remember coming on the bus and he, I, don't even, I forgot his name. He would probably never even be able to understand what he did for me and now how he planted a seed that's now affecting millions of lives across the world. But every single day I would come on that bus and he would say something positive, right? He'd say, hey, what's up, man? Nice shoes. Hey, what's up, man, go conquer today. And he did this to every single kid, right? A bus driver. A lot of us, we look down on people like that. Oh, you got a bus. Oh, okay, you're not really making a difference in the world because you're a bus driver. But this guy made all the difference in the world. He made difference in every single kid that he came across. And I'm sure if you think about it right now, there's people in your life that don't have a sexy job title or position, and they're making a big difference. There's janitors I can talk about at my school that made a big difference because they own their position. They knew their worth wasn't tied to how much money they made. They knew their worth wasn't tied to their job title. And just to be real about job titles, job titles are for structure. They're not for power. Some of us, we get caught up in the title of our job thinking that, oh, it makes me somebody or it doesn't make me somebody. No, what makes you somebody is that you understand that you already are somebody. So take it away. If you're tying your purpose, quote unquote, because I'm using that word because so many of us are familiar as far as finding something, but we already talked about really its placement. But if you're tying your purpose to uh, profit, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. You know, even look at my life. I wouldn't be doing Rehab Time if I was tying my purpose to profit. <laughs> when I first started Rehab Time, if it wasn't for Maria, shout out to Maria for holding it down. <laughs> but if it wasn't for Maria, my wife, if you guys don't know who Maria is, for holding it down, I was struggling. Because I had to let go of something, which was football. And I'm not telling you, let me be clear, side note, because I don't want you saying, oh, Trent told me to quit my job and you hit me up asking for a job. <laughs> make sure there's water underneath the bridge before you jump. I love to say that, right? Make sure there's water underneath the bridge before you jump. That that would be my advice to you. Some people, hey, it works where you just quit and you find a way. But my advice to you would be make sure there's water underneath the bridge before you jump. But I knew I would keep enabling myself If I kept the job that I had, if I kept football in my life, right? I didn't love it anymore. I knew it was over. I was playing arena football. Let's be real about it. Shout out to people playing arena football. That's what you love to do. But I knew it was over, and I knew that there was something bigger for my life. But again, I didn't have profit. Rehab time started from the ground up, rock bottom, literally. I know y'all see millions of views and all that, but please go back to 2010 if you can. I know some of my video views have went up because so many people have went back and watched. But please go back. If you can scroll down on Facebook, go back to the beginning. And my wife, which was my girlfriend at the time, she was holding it down because she believed in me so much. I wasn't getting paid to speak. You know, that's another podcast topic down the road. You know, some of us, we're so afraid to be embarrassed, right? We're so afraid of what people are going to say. So we don't walk into certain positions that are really meant for our life. And so I wasn't getting paid to speak for three or four years. But I didn't care about getting paid because I cared about impact. I knew that my life could be used most effectively in this avenue of rehab time. So if it was about profit, I would have quit a long time ago. But I didn't quit because it wasn't about that. Man, one thing about me, I love fashion. And I always made a promise to myself. Once I started my brand, I would come out with my own brand. I will rock my own clothes. I will wear my own hats. And today, I just released my new line of hats at ShopRehabTime.com through Shopify. And listen, y'all, it's so easy. All because I use Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. is lowercase. Let's get it. The second thing uh, that people make mistakes when it comes to the placement, like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do, is position. You know, so many people think that if my title isn't high up, oh, this can't be what I was created to do. Now, I got to have a CEO. I got to be at the top of the chain. Now, my title is, now I got to be the head coach. You know, I got to be at the top, you know, and people think that if I don't have these titles, then oh, then this is what I'm not supposed to do. But you don't realize sometimes it's meant for you to be in that placement. As I like to say, sometimes God will place you in situations that will not just help your life, but where your life could be used most effectively to help other people's lives. Because when we talk about purpose, purpose is not selfish. Purpose is not about you. Purpose is using your life again to affect and bring betterment to the world. So it's not about you. Your purpose is way bigger than you. So sometimes you have to play your part. I had to play my part in the practice squad. I wasn't on the active roster, but I had to play my part to get my team ready. And we were good that year. Only game we lost was to the Patriots on the regular season. We got upset by the Chargers, but I played my part. There's so many areas in my life where I had to play my part, and so many people are afraid to actually play their part. And that's why your blessings are reduced, because you're not willing to say, you know what, forget about position. I can make a difference whether I have a CEO title or not right? You can have CEO attributes. You can have CEO leaderships, leadership skills without actually being the CEO. And I know a lot of you know people, look at your employees or, or look at your coworkers, or look at your teammates, you know, or look at your family members. A lot of you can see that, that they're not operating based upon their position. Their level of leveling up has nothing to do. Their level of making the world respect their greatness has nothing to do with their title. And so You have to strip away from that, too, because if you allow position to control, you allow profit to control you, you'll never walk into what you're created to be. That's what I feel like. The third thing that a lot of people tie purpose and placement to is price. Right. So the first thing was profit. Second thing was position. The third thing is price, you know, recognition. I'm not getting any recognition. So this couldn't be it. And I know this is like a lot of you follow me from social media. This is the perfect time to even talk about this. And we're going to talk about social media very soon in the episode coming up. So make sure you tune in. But a lot of people say, oh, I'm not getting a lot of likes and followers. I'm not getting a lot of video views. This can't be it. Again, please go back in my journey. Please go back. I remember the days when I was getting five video views and 10 video views. I remember the day when I would speak. And I told this story a thousand times when I'm on stage, but I would speak and it literally be 10 people show up. And those 10 people were my friends and my family. (laughs) That's it. Wasn't no strangers there. Wasn't nobody showing up. But I never focused on numbers. I never focused on the prize because I knew the biggest prize was impacting lives. I knew that was the biggest prize. But so many of us say, oh, this is wrong for my life because I'm not getting likes. This is wrong for my life because I'm not getting any recognition. I'm not getting any accolades. I'm not getting any awards. So this can't be it, right? Because we tie success to all those external things that really don't matter. They don't. Success is not, you know, how much money you make. Making money is cool when you have a bit, I get it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But a lot of us tie, oh, I'm not successful because I'm not. Listen, my book, The Greatest You, wasn't a New York Times bestseller, all right? It wasn't, you know? And it was supposed to be, but the New York Times, if y'all know, they have this, this crazy system that if it, you know, if too many come from social media and not enough come from the bookstores, blah, blah, blah. So of course, most of my stuff came from social media. So it wasn't a New York Times bestseller. And at first I was like, man, that sucks, man. Like, I worked hard for this book and I was expecting to be a New York Times bestseller, but then I slapped myself in the face and I was like, hey, not literally, but I slapped myself in the face and I'm like, hey, like, who cares, Who cares about the prize of that? Literally, do you not see the effect that it's happened on people? And this is me talking to myself. Do you not see people in your inbox saying how this book is changing their life? Like, don't get caught up in the the prize so much. You know, because you'll never be able to measure the impact of your purpose. You'll never be able to measure that. There's people that will never tell you how much you've helped them whatever position that you're in, just like I wasn't able to tell that bus driver, he will never know. There's people that will never tell you how much you've helped them. And so we allow so many things to be measured, whether it's numbers and followers, and we allow those things that we can measure to determine our worth. But the, the ripple effect of you really owning who you are, that's what purpose is, right? Because you, if purpose is who you are, and you don't own who you are, there's no way you can be powerful and live in living your purpose, And that's a whole nother journey, right? You got to let go of opinions. You got to say, you know what? I'm an imperfect person. You got to say, you know what? Hey, I might not have it all together, but I'm not going to stop that. And I get it. It's hard. I get opinions every single day. I get people who place their, their judgment on me every single day. But I know my mission is bigger than mentions. I know my mission is bigger than any hate, any opinions, any judgment that people can give. And so when you truly own who you are, and you accept who you are, back to that rehab process, you accept who you are, you're able to move more freely, okay? So let's recap that real quick. The mistake that a lot of people make is that they tie their purpose to the wrong three P's, okay? The first P is profit. If I'm not becoming rich or I'm not wealthy or I'm not as rich as everybody else and uh, this couldn't be my purpose, so you go find something else. And- you probably are le- leaving where your life is supposed to be at that time. The placement, the avenue, you probably have left what was probably going to be so great for your life, but you were so wrapped into the, the money part of it. You were so wrapped into the getting rich part of it that you moved into something else that wasn't meant for your life. I've seen this happen to plenty of people is where they leave a job that's good, but they're so wrapped up in becoming something bigger that they leave what was going to be big for their life. And they go grab onto what seems bigger, what looks bigger, and it ends up being small for them. They're not happy. They're unfulfilled because they ran from what was meant for their life. And people ask, well, how do you know what's meant for your life? You know, I wish I can give you a process of that, but it's a feeling. It's a feeling of being alive. People ask, how did you know rehab time was it for your life? It was a feeling that's hard to explain, but I felt alive. It felt right. It was like, feeling peace in the midst of chaos, right? It's like, oh, this is my biggest fear, but I still feel so confident in it. And it's how I knew it was it. I didn't know it would grow to what it what it is now. It's actually like, I never planned for that. But I knew I could impact lives, whether it was one. And my whole my whole mission statement back in 2009, 2010 was, I'm going to impact the life. And that life was mine. And I just kept that same mindset, I'm going to impact the life and I'm going to change millions of lives because that's how it works. Some of us, right, we're so focused on like millions and so focused on thousands and so focused on like the big picture and not saying you can't have vision, but I think you guys get what I'm saying as you listen to this, but you're so focused on the, the big picture that you're not focused on really impact, even if it's one person because that one person tells somebody, Right. Maybe it's the position that you're in at your job and you impact somebody at your job and that person tells the CEO and the CEO was like, wait a minute. Now you're on the CEO's radar and now the CEO sees your habits and see how you show up to every work, not even based upon your position. Right. How most people in your position might show up with an attitude, might not care. But you show up in that CEO mindset. You show up in that what I love to call championship mindset, not worried about, you know, how much you're getting paid at that moment. Not worried about, oh, if you're getting recognized, not worried about your prize and you keep showing up and now you're on that person's radar. I've seen it happen in sports all the time where a guy that was a walk-on, look at that. That's not a good position. You have Heisman Trophy winners, do your research. For you guys that are sports lovers, you know what I'm talking about, that end up winning the Heisman Trophies that were walk-ons. Because they knew that as long as I showed up in my purpose and I could control how I showed up, then they knew that a breakthrough was gonna happen at some point, okay? So number one, the wrong thing to tie it to is profit. The second thing to tie purpose to that's wrong is position. Again, who cares what your title is? I'm not saying you can't have aspirations and ambitions to grow into something bigger, but who cares? You don't have to operate by what your title is. (laughs) You know, I'm always operating legendary regardless of what my title is. When I started Rehab Time, when I wasn't, you know, a, a top motivational speaker in the world, I operated like a top motivational speaker. Period. When people told me, oh, you need to change what you need to change and, you know, you should wear a suit and you should do all When people place all this judgment, I still operate at a high level of who I was, regardless of position, regardless of accolades. It's being, you know, now Success Magazine put out, um, was it like top 10 influencers in the world in personal development? I'm like number five or six. Does it surprise? Am I grateful? Yeah. And I'm not trying to sound arrogant or cocky. But to be real, I've been operating like that. Of course, I grew into who I am today, but I've been with that mindset because my mindset was to impact lives, period. Okay, and the third thing that people make a mistake is price. right, I'm not getting any recognition. Nobody's patting me on my back. Nobody's doing this. I get it. Those things feel good when those happen. I understand that, but you don't need those things. Pat yourself on the back yourself. Right? If you're doing it for a prize, and, and a lot of people just do it for prize. And that's why a lot of people never succeed, because they just do it for the prize. And when the prize doesn't show up, they stop showing up. When the recognition doesn't show up, they stop showing up. And they're like, oh, this can't be meant for my life. And they go do something else, and they live a life full of quitting. They live a life full of doing something else because they're chasing the high of recognition. They're chasing the high of profit. They're chasing the high of position. Okay, So I think you guys understand that purpose has nothing to do with that. Purpose is who you are, and you can take who you are, that great you, that happy you, that fulfill you. I'm not talking about that negative you, right? If, you, if you're if you living a negative life, go through that rehab process. You got to fix that. But that you, that fulfilled you, and you can take that you into any environment. I promise you, when you operate from that pure place, that pure place of knowing that you're enough, you're going to create change that you didn't even know you could create. Let's kind of flip the script, okay? So we talked about what purpose like is not, what you shouldn't tie, tie it to. Now, as a person of faith, right, I always say my purpose is tied to God. If you listen to this and you're not a believer, and what I believe in, maybe whatever you're you believe in, right? It's the world, the universe, whatever you believe in, maybe it's tied, like it's tied to that, right? So the question that I that I've always asked myself too is you know, what am I doing it for? What am I What am I living for? Like, do I want to be celebrated by the world or do I want to be celebrated by God? And for me, I want to be celebrated by God. I don't care about the world's celebrations because the world are fans. You know, once you stop doing what you do, once you stop pleasing them, <laughs> they're gone. Like, if I stopped today with rehab time, it would be very few people that would be checking upon Trent Shelton. So I understand that. And so I'm always thinking about eternal, right? I'm always thinking about, you know, um, what's really going to matter. And so when it comes to purpose and people say, well, how can I find the placement, Trent, right? Okay, I understand now I am purpose. I understand that I can take my life anywhere, but how do you find like the right placement? Like, how do you find that? Like, how did you like? How did you know rehab time was it? Like, what was it for you? How did you know certain, like, how do I know? And I think it's three things, right? All these things are P's. So you can like remember all these, all these things are P's. So we had the three P's that are negative. And now the three Ps that are positive. So when it comes to placement, right, to, for your purpose to be used most effectively and for you to really build confidence in who you are and in your purpose, the first thing that I would tell you is that your purpose, right, your, your confidence in your purpose and who you are is tied to your past, okay? And that's a scary thing. Because a lot of times we try to erase our past. But I want to tell you this to bring you confidence. Just because you have some bad chapters doesn't mean your story cannot end well. Can I get an amen? Right, if you, when you listen to this, you should tweet me this or Instagram me this on stories. <laughs> Take a screenshot of this and share it with somebody. Because somebody needs to hear this because so many people are being defined, are defining themselves by their past. You know, change is hard, not because it's just hard to create new habits, but change is hard because a lot of people will chain you to who you used to be. And we think that's a negative thing. I know when I started rehab time, people were like, hey, bro, like I knew you in elementary school. Like people go way back to me. Like I knew your elementary school You used to bully people, which I don't think I did that. But I I knew you like you weren't a good person or middle school, high school or college. And for you guys that are struggling with people tying you to your past, I want to drop this gem on you. Certain people will only see you for who you used to be in their life because that's when you were beneficial to them. So when the benefits when the benefit ends when you're no longer beneficial to those people, that's when their loyalty stops, right? Some people are only gonna love you for who you were to them. They're not gonna love you for who you are. why? because who you are doesn't benefit them. and there's so many people. Oh man, that can impact so many people. And there's so many like stories and people that that need to be told that has been through way more things than I've been through. I don't think my story is that cool. I think my story is pretty simple. When I hear other people's story, I'm like, you need to tell your story. Like people will relate to you. Oh my gosh. But they never tell it because they're afraid of their past. It's time for you to turn your past. And I'm sure we'll do a podcast later on that dives in deep about overcoming your past. But it's time for you to turn your past into your best friend. If it wasn't for my past, I wouldn't be able to do what I do today. Your past, the things that you've been through, let's put it like this, the things that you've been through qualifies you. So if I'm you right now, I'm thinking about everything that I've been through because I'm not a person like, let's be straight up. I'm not a person that likes to talk about stuff I don't know about. You will never hear me. Like some of my stuff I might repeat because I'm telling you the truths in my life. You'll never hear me talking about stuff that I think sounds good so I can sound smarter and sound more educated and be the guru and expert in your life. (laughs) Not at all. I could care less about that. I'm gonna talk about things that I know about, things that are real for me, things that I've been through, you know, things that I've experienced. I would rather a person, like if I was going to hike, you guys know I love to hike. So if I was going to hike that I've never been on before, I would rather a person, and I'm sure this is a common sense, like, duh moment, but this is the same with life. I would rather a person that's hiked the trail to give me a map and say, hey, bro, like, I hiked it. It's hard. They got snakes. They got tigers out there, lions. <laughs> that's how I be thinking sometimes. When I'm in, like, a like a place I've never been, I'm like, man, is there a tiger? In there? I know good one. ain't no tigers out there. But bobcats, I ran into some bobcats before. That's a whole other story. Like, I'm definitely, like, I love nature. Uh, But I don't like the things in nature (laughs) like snakes and all that Nah, but I love nature. So I'm willing to go through all that to get to it. But I would rather a person to tell me like, hey, I've hiked this trail before and here's a map. I'm going to feel confident that that person is giving me the right map. Now, if a person came to me and said, listen, man, like uh, here's a map. I just drew it up. I ain't never hiked the trail before, but here you go. Good luck. I'm not going to have no confidence in that person. I'm definitely not going to hike the trail. I'm probably going to rip up the map that they gave me. What does that have to do with your past tying to your purpose? Well, your past creates your map, right? And so the reason why you trust me and you listen to me and you say, Trent, man, it feels like you know my life. I don't know your life, but I do know what hard times is. I do know what struggle is. And so you can relate Right? When you come from a re- real place, you become relatable. People say, how do, you re- how do people relate to you so much? Because I come from a place of experience. I'm telling you like, hey, I've been through this. So now you trust me more because I'm talking about something that I've been through. So if I'm up there talking about, uh, I ain't never did this, but this is the idea that I have. I think you can know. You're like, what are you talking about? I do not relate to you. I do not trust you. So you have to own your past. And that qualifies you. Right? It qualifies you to help other people get through it. It qualifies you to teach other people. It qualifies you to pour into other people because you know exactly what they've been through, okay? So tie it to your past. The second thing that I would say you to tie it to when it comes to like, how do I know this placement and, and this is right for my life is power, right? It's power. Like, does it make you feel alive? Even if the position isn't right, even if the profit isn't right, even if the prize isn't right, does it make you feel alive? Like me doing this podcast right now, it makes me feel alive. That's how I know this is like meant for my life. That's how I know I'm being my true self, because it makes me feel alive. when I'm on stage, and public speaking is the number one fear in the world. People would rather die than speak. I have fear when I'm on stage but I feel alive at the same time. I feel power. So that's how I know like, I am living in my purpose. I am being my true being. I'm getting back to the core of who I was created to be. As I said earlier, life isn't always about becoming. For a lot of you listening to this that are you know 21 up, life isn't about becoming, life is about unbecoming. It's about peeling back the layers to getting back to your core self and who you were created to truly be. When you truly understand that, that's what life is about. And so when you get there, you feel the power, right? Power is transparency. I can be transparent because I've owned my past. But some of us, we think that just because I feel powerful, but I don't have the right accolades with this, then this can't be for my life. Don't ignore power, guys. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore that feeling of, dang, this makes me feel ecstatic, like I feel on top of the world when I do this and it might be unpopular, like that's another thing, maybe your placement is unpopular, you know when I started this, you know I'm not saying motivational speaking wasn't wasn't popular but a dude with dreads, tattoos, talking into the phone, being just straight up with you like not having no, these are the 18 steps to change your life type of format (laughs) it wasn't popular, it wasn't but I didn't care about it being popular because it was powerful for me please don't ignore that So maybe it's something that people don't understand. Maybe it's something that people don't agree with. But as long as it's positive and helping people and you feel that power, don't ignore it. One of the worst things you can do is to ignore the feeling of power when you do something. Because when you have that powerful feeling, more than likely, you're in the place where your life needs to be. And all it takes is reality catching up to your vision. What do you mean by that, Trent? Well, a lot of you listeners have a vision. You have things that you want to do, things that you want to be. I Always like to say, like I like, <laughs> I like to say, like the, sh- the the shower moment. You know, when you in the shower, you just singing. You don't care about nobody. You probably can't sing, but the the acoustics in the shower just feel incredible, right? I cannot sing at all, but in the shower, you can't tell me nothing. You know, I'm singing my heart away. I'm not worried about anything. I have, I'm having confidence. I'm not worried about nothing because I feel that power in that moment. And it's the same thing with your life. It's the same thing with what you do. Some of you are in a position where it seems small and you're like, "Ah, oh, man, but you feel so powerful and you quit because you don't think that people will like it or it's not growing fast enough. Please don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Stay there because that's where you're going to connect with people the most. I promise you that. OK, and I hope you guys are getting some out of this. I, I believe that you are. Third thing. And make sure you're writing these things down, too, because I listen to podcasts all the time, even on my run. But I make sure I stop and I write down even the smallest things because application is important, guys. Um, Information doesn't change your life. Inspiration sure doesn't change your life. Those things together are things that can help change your life. But what's most important is implementation. It's applying what you're hearing. It's saying, okay, well, how does this apply to my life and how can I apply this to my life? Because if you're just listening, you know, That's cool. But you're doing yourself a disservice, and I don't want you just listening to me. I want you to apply these things and try these things because I care about you creating the change in your life that you want to that you want to that you want to uh, make. That's what I care about. Okay, so I like to say, act. Application creates transformation. Actions, right? Act is a part of actions. You gotta act on what you're hearing. Third thing is problems. You might say, Trent, wait a minute. Okay, you're talking about your past which I'm trying to get over, right? I ain't trying to remember my past, right? You're talking about, you know, okay, I get the power part, but you're talking about problems. What? Like, what do you mean by this? The placement can be identified a lot of times by problems. Things you are passionate about solving. Like, what's that? Like, what's that thing that if you had... You know, another way I like to look at this, if nobody in the world existed, which I never want that to happen, but if nobody in the world existed, what's the vision that will exist in you? If nobody in the world existed, what's the dream that would exist in you? Again, we go back to the beginning. We're influenced beings. As soon as we come out the womb, we're being influenced. So we're naturally being pulled away from who we truly are. So when it comes to me doing things and making decisions, I literally go, if nobody was here, would I do this? If my answer is yes, I'll do it. If my answer is no, then I know my decision is being influenced by people, right? So think about that. If nobody existed, right, what dream envision, and, you know, let's use the word purpose for, you know, so we can understand it. What would that what would exist? What would be the thing that exists in you, right? What are the things that you're passionate about solving? So when it came to what I do now, if you remember in the last episode of the rehab process, I talked about how I made a promise to my friend that committed suicide. And that thing was, that promise, that commitment, because so the promise is with words, commitments is with action. I only like to use the word promise. But that commitment was, I'm going to help people. I'm going to, not even help, I'm going to dedicate my life to making sure people know their self-worth. No matter what I got to go through, no matter what I got to endure, no matter how uncomfortable it may be, I'm going to make sure. So that was the problem because the number one root issue, if we're being honest, and we can you know, root issue. There's a lot of surface level issues, but the root issue is people people think that they're not enough. That's it. People think that they're not enough. And so I want to help people know that they're enough. That's my thing. And when I focused on that, when I focused on you know, not necessarily what I thought was attractive, not necessarily what I thought would bring me the most money, not necessarily what I thought would be the most position not necessarily what I thought would be the highest prize, but when I focused on that problem of people not knowing that they're enough, it changed my life. Not that it just changed my life. Obviously, it changed other people's lives across the world. But I focused on that problem, right? I didn't focus on those other three things that most people focus on. So if you can focus on your past and on it, and say, how can, how can I use my past to help other people? Because you don't go through things just for yourself. You go through things to help other people as well as yourself. The second thing that I'm thinking about is, okay, my power. Where do I feel most powerful. And the third thing is problems, right? How, what problems am I passionate about solving? Because that's how you're going to make a true difference in this world. When you have the P3, as I like to call it, past power problems, working together, there's a great chance that you're being the greatest you. And just to add on to this as some bonus, you know, another question that I often get is like, Trent, like, how do I find my gift? (laughs) And my simple answer would be like, stop searching for it, right? But it's how do I find my gift? You know, what's the trait? You know, how do I find it? Speaking, I don't feel like is my gift. And I hope I don't confuse people with this, but I don't feel like speaking is my gift. I don't think that, you know, I was born a natural speaker. I feel like, you know, over time, I built the muscle of speaking and I put in work and repetition. And I I feel like talent can be learned. I really do. I feel like talent can be learned. But I feel like my gift was connecting, right? I feel like I connect. I feel like, you know, this is the only time I'm really going to brag on myself and pat myself on the back, but I feel like I'm one of the best connectors in this space in the world, right? Connecting with people. And I feel like I've always had that. When I look back in my life, I've always been able to get through to people. I've always been able to listen to people and actually like hear what they're saying and not just trying to listen to them so I can say something back. I feel like I've had the power of connection. And now when you add speaking to the mix, now you add, you know, writing books to the mix, that connection, you know, that power of connecting comes out. So the thing I would challenge you to do is ask people. And this is a simple process, but I call it your magnet, right? What's the magnet, right? Your gift is your magnet. The thing about you that separates you, the thing about you that is unique. Even when I looked in football, when I thought football was my gift, even in football, I was a quiet leader, but I still was able to connect with my teammates, even in that moment, like I realized connection was all throughout my life. But if I'm you, I'm asking, this is what I did too, just to to verify that, you know, that connecting was my gift. I'm asking people around me, what is it about me that stands out? You know, and I would tell them, don't give me like a you know, a, a shallow, you know, oh, you're cute or your hair looks good or anything like that. It stands out, you're tall. Like something, I wouldn't say that's shallow, but, you know, no external thing. Like, what is it about me? Like, what is it about me? Am I am I funny? Am I passionate? Uh, you know, do I, do I connect with people well? And when you ask people this, you're probably gonna start coming up with a common answer. You know, of course, it might be all over the board because you might have different connections with different people. But I feel like um, you will get a, You'll get a common answer. What people will say, man, is this about you? And mine was connected, man. Trent, you connect with people like well, like you're quiet, but you connect with people well. Or you know when you when you, I used to rap, when you rap, man, it's something about you. Not the best lyricist <laughs> or rapper, but it's something about you that you connect with people well. And I just went on that journey of understanding why I connect with people well. And so I wouldn't ignore what most people say about you, of course, in a positive way. And I think that's when you will start getting down to your magnet. That's when you will start uh, getting down to your gift. And also it's about giving your gift to the world. You'll never know how effective your gift is if you leave your gift wrapped up. This is all tied into purpose. And so, if I left my gift wrapped up, I would never know it was my gift. I would never know I had the power of connecting. I would never know I, you know, I could impact lives with my story. I would never know, you know, oh, this was my placement and my position. I would never know it if I left my gift wrapped up. It's like your birthday. It's like Christmas. You don't leave those gifts wrapped up. Right, you don't leave those material things. You'd be on Instagram showing off, look what I got for my birthday. I got my new purse, right? I got my new shoes, all of that. Christmas time as a kid, you don't know, wrap that thing. At least me, I would know. As soon as I got my bike, I was outside the neighborhood showing that thing off. I was showing off my new Jays. I was showing off everything because I was proud. I was proud, but it was just mind-blowing. And I've been here too, so I'm not like judging you, but what's mind-blowing is that when it comes to our own gifts the gifts that will shift the world, the gifts that will help people, the gift that, the gifts that will impact people's lives, we leave them wrapped up for so many reasons. For so many reasons, we leave them wrapped up and we never show it off and give it to the world. So if I have one request, okay, one request from you is to obviously listen to this again. Obviously, you know, if your purpose, if you're tying your purpose to, those negative three P's, you know, release it from that, you know, really hone in on the positive three P's, right? The power, your past, and your problems. But I challenge you to start asking those questions to your peers, your family, your friends, your coworkers, your teammates, whatever you're at, whatever, all of them, and you start exploring your gift. And you will never know how effective your gift is until you start exploring it. Until I started making videos, I never knew that. This person, Mr. Rehab Time, (laughs) existed. But Mr. Rehab Time was in me the whole entire time. But I had to walk, I had to walk into it, right? I had to unbecome. So I hope you guys got a lot of value from this. What's your purpose? I hope this brought a new sense of purpose to you. Like I said, it's in my book, The Greatest You, Chapter Two. Um, Like I said, it's people's favorite chapter because I really think it changes the dynamic of your life. You're no longer on this search to try to find yourself. You're now on this like discovery of really like understanding your true self. right? You're not depending on someone to tell you that this is who you are because you know who you are. And that's my greatest hope for everybody, not to question, I'm not going to say not to question because we always question certain things, but to know even when you question to remind yourself that you are enough, to remind yourself that you are purpose, to remind yourself that you are here on purpose, that you're here for a reason, that you are capable, that you deserve to leave impact on this world from the things that you've been through that you are not your bad chapters you are not your past and last time I checked man I ain't never watched a great movie that didn't, that didn't have bad scenes right I never watched a movie that that somebody didn't go through anything that's the beauty about a movie if we watched a movie where everything was great that movie would be boring we like the ups and downs we like the hero stories roller coasters I don't want to go on a straight roller coaster I like the ups and downs and that's life life is a roller coaster you're going to go through your ups and your downs but the goal is to go through more ups and when you go through your downs The goal is to have that power perspective to realize that your life is going to go back up, all right? But like I tell you, at the end of every single podcast, it all starts with you. You keep moving forward. Let nothing hold you back. You LB, be it, live it, breathe it, be it. And please, no matter what you go through, never let this world take your smile. If you can do me a huge favor, find the most impactful part of this podcast and share it or all the impactful parts. You can like fill up your timeline with it. I'm telling you right now, if you tag me to your stories, there's a great chance I'm going to reshare you. And that's going to be reshared to millions of people. So that's a little incentive for you. But there's people that need this message that don't know this message exists. And like I always say, you can be the hero in their life. All right. You are purpose. Realize that. Never question it again. It all starts with you. It's rehab time. Let's get it straight up. Straight Up is hosted and recorded by me, Trent Shelton. The episodes are produced by Chelsea Harfouche and mixed and edited by Andrew Weller. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Straight Up with Trent Shelton is a production of The Hollis Company. that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, whenever, all lowercase go to shopify.com slash trent now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in that's shopify.com slash trent make sure trent is lowercase let's get it hey y'all what's up i'm super excited to share this with y'all i need like a drum roll i need like a band but listen